Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Oof. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Not exactly 24 hours after Roma crashed out of the uh, Coppa Italia against Cremonese. We will get into that very quickly. Thank you and welcome to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Anton, Artem, Smoradin. We also have Ryan Delaney and Paul Macusi. Thank you all so, so much for your support. If you would like to get early access to the podcast, extra episodes, reaction episodes as well, immediately following matches, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma press i wish i had some sort of a filler topic we could get into andy last <laughs> night sucked hey man, this, this this is why you have sucked. me this is why you have me on well here. i don't even know where to start because okay. yeah well the thing is generally when you see a match like that okay you can say to yourself okay a penalty an own goal roma Once again, they register 20 shots in a match and they get, they get one goal on the scoreboard, but let's be very clear. Nothing. Okay. Nothing, nothing from all of the shots. Zero. Well, I just went, well, but the goal was nice. (laughs) At least, you know, well, it was a nice goal by Belotti. Okay. Sure. But uh, Il Gallo. Okay. For the previous 92 minutes, he ran about fulfilling his name uh, perfectly. I thought he ran about like a chicken with his head cut off. Well, yes, but then again, um, um, no service whatsoever. Also none, asked none. to asked to play uh, as a winger most of the time. I think <laughs> that basically that was that was his role yesterday, both on the right and on the left. I think it was a whole mess. If we're talking about, you know, like. Uh, stat- you know, strategy and tactics and uh, and uh, formation and game plan. Uh, it was a failure on all all fronts. So, Oof, it's, um, yeah. it, it, I think that's why Mourinho didn't, you know, didn't mention names. Just didn't mention Kumbula. <laughs> didn't mention Salik because the, the the individual costly mistakes that lead you lead you into a disadvantaged position to begin with uh, are just a symptom of a team that did not show up i knew we were in for a real treat and a real kick to the balls i don't know if anybody missed this and i'm sure it it, i refuse to believe it is not floating about on social media it has to be on twitter by now because i i cannot be the only one who was just mystified by this did you see minute 15 maybe 16 roma playing the ball out from the back now this came like three or four minutes before the penalty um, Roma playing the ball out from the back. Ibanez, man, no pressure on him. Uh, he he hoofs the ball. What had to have been ten to fifteen yards off the mark of his teammate, and the ball goes out of bounds. And the look that is on his face after he made this pass that you you wouldn't have expected from like. A, a five-year-old, you know, a four-year-old, when they're kicking the ball for the first time and they have no coordination 
of themselves whatsoever, and the ball hits like the outside of their foot, goes nowhere near where intended. Ibanez managed to do that as a, a a professional. I knew right then and there. I go, oh, we, this is it. This, this is the catalyst. This is like the metaphor for what we are about to be treated to for the rest of the match. I, I don't even know again where to begin because I, I do think to go further to add what you said about talking individuals, tactics. Yes, tactically, technically, everything was off the mark. I see everybody uh, talking about, and, and rightly so to a certain extent, Lorenzo Pellegrini, who I, I have never been shy in what my primary criticism, criticism of him is and has always been. It has always been consistency. It, I, I really haven't levied too many complaints against him <laughs> throughout his time at Roma beyond the consistency. It's just so hot and cold, this guy. But to be honest, he was just one of many, I think, that we could put into that category of uh, consistency. And beyond that as well, I don't know exactly what the what the figure is, but I said this in my post-match reaction podcast. It had to have been at least the fifth match of the season that I can recall just um, just without delving officially into the numbers, but that had to have been at least the fourth or fifth match where Roma, they register 20 shots, yet they have no meaningful uh, goals to, to, to speak of. A match where, yes, it looks like you create a lot, but really you have nothing to show for it. and. Uh, I see in our patron group, there were some people complaining about Jose Mourinho and, and tactics, and we do this wrong or that wrong. For me, and I have always maintained this about a manager, a manager, their role is to motivate a team and put them in the best position from a tactical and technical point of view to win. A manager cannot prevent a player from hoofing the ball out of bounds. Okay? A manager cannot prevent the goalkeeper from conceding a penalty. A, a, a manager cannot prevent individuals from having a, a case of uh, brain lapse. Uh, no manager in the world can fix that. You, know? um, you can't fix stupid, so to speak. And I'm not saying that uh, individuals at Roma are stupid, but they do have stupid moments, it seems, on, uh, on a higher occasion or, or happens more often at Roma, regardless of manager, by the way, and regardless of the players, it just seems to be a symptom regardless of, the, of the player, because I remember Daniele De Rossi breaking the leg of a Porto player and sending him into a wheelchair in arguably one of the most important games of <laughs> Roma in 2016. So well, it really yeah. doesn't depend on the player because we've seen all kinds of guys doing all kinds of things. Well, yeah, and then the Vice Capitano, uh, Florenzi, uh, okay, yes, but again, I mentioned De Rossi because uh, the, unlike Florenzi, De Rossi is, is held in some high regard by, by Roma supporters. And, uh, and uh, even, even then, you know, it seems like there are certain things and maybe that's the most frustrating uh, part about, about this game is that we've seen this movie before. Especially yes, in the Coppa Italia, we we've seen this movie time and time again. That's I think what that's the that's the most frustrating, the most deflating aspect of this is um, that 
we've seen it before. We've seen it happen. We've seen this team react and do the same things over and over. I, I could think of games like against Torino. We drop out against Torino in the year we reached the Champions League semifinal. Yes. In a, in a horrendous performance, we we drop out against Fiorentina the year afterwards, seven to one. Remember? Oh, uh, that one was humiliating. I, I can't. Oh so, my gosh! Uh, and you see, your Di did not quit after that one too. That, that that's probably what I remember most of that one. Um, then, mind you, I mean, even with Mourinho last year, it wasn't a great show in the Coppa Italia, to be honest. Uh, with uh, with Fonseca the year before that, remember with the. Um, with the six changes, uh, six <laughs> substitutions. I mean, the Spezia it, it, and, one, and yes. and before that, with and before that, before that, with Spezia. Remember, with with Rudy, and uh, I mean, we have a, a long-standing history of these crappy displays, and that's why maybe this one hurts the most because this was, by all accounts, one of the main objectives for the season. This competition, yes. this trophy, it was. Um, after winning the Conference League, this team set out to not only qualify for the Champions League, but also deliver uh, a national trophy. And that national trophy within reach was uh, the the Coppa Italia. Um, okay, that's, that's one. Second of all, we have Mourinho on the bench. And uh, as we've pointed out a number of times, with Mourinho, you were hoping to avoid these nights where the players just don't show up from a mental standpoint. They and uh, and we always said, "Oh, with Mourinho, it's not gonna happen. They're not gonna uh, underestimate an opponent, especially in a game that will cost you. You know, it's an elimination game. So mm. Mourinho is made for for these tournaments. He that's his career right there. That he loves this stuff." Um, that was not supposed to happen with Mourinho. That's that was supposed to happen with the likes of Fonseca, the likes of Rudy Garcia, Di Francesco, Zeman, whoever, but not Mourinho. And instead, it happened, and it happened in 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 just just the way we were used to way before that, right? It, it's it's so it's unbelievable uh, how similar this game was to so many. I don't even need to watch a replay. I, I, I've seen the movie. I know the movie by heart. I know everything about it. I mean, this is, you know, it's like Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. I can, I can quote that movie line by line, especially in the end where they're pinned down by the Bolivian army and they're getting shot at and on all fronts. And, um, and I can quote that scene from beginning to end. And I can quote you all the scenes that I've seen Roma take part in throughout this miserable stretch of Coppa Italia drought in Roma. Um, I don't know if that's some some post-traumatic stress disorder uh, by, by, the, by the 2013 loss, which it seems like everybody's mm. so obsessed with, even Leandro Castan uh, still talks about yeah, it. He still talk. I, yeah, still, I was just about to bring that I, up. I, I tell you, it's 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 something that is has plagued this club, and it's larger than, than any manager because... For me, it's really difficult to come on here and try and sound all brainy and uh, intelligent and have some clear and smart observation about last night's match and uh, and humiliating defeat because it feels like there is no reason. It feels like it could not happen, and yet it does happen. Mm. Even Lorenzo Pellegrini has, yesterday says... Um, sometimes these things happen and you don't even know that they're real. Like, I can't really believe that what we 
what we took part in just happened that that we let an objective the chief objective of the season mind you uh slip away just like that because what i mean what were roma thinking did they really know that you beat cremonese and then you go and you play fiorentina and then boom you're in the final right <laughs> that's that's all it took that's all you're talking about. So and 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 don't give me the thing of we don't want to play uh, so many competitions at the same time because the oh, Coppa Italia that. final you'd yeah, play it on. in like four or five months from now. Okay, so we're not even you know it's not yeah, something it's, it's like semi semi final is not until uh, April first week and yeah. then the second leg is the last yeah. week of so April. So the Come final on. is what finals uh, May something like May, that. So, yes. So I mean, what are we talking about? Is that like a big Big task for everybody where everybody's gonna die because they and, and and that brings me to another point, which again it's it's difficult to assess whether Mourinho took too many risks by 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 resting too many players or uh, took too many risks by not uh, by by you know by by still by by feel by fielding the the others in the second half hoping to chase a result whatever. Um, it's it's a very strange situation because this was clearly a game that Roma were never in charge of, never in control of. They they never managed to impose themselves at home once again, and and you you just sort of you leave the match not knowing really what you just witnessed. I think this is one of it's probably going to be the most devastating game of the season just because Oof. of how yeah. just because of how achievable th- that trophy that at least the final was it really was so it, it's you basically dismiss and i don't think that Mourinho really addressed and if he didn't address was it a conscious decision is it motivated by something else that i don't know that he is he knows he just wants to get the top 4 and then you know leave or what what is it because I don't mm. think he he really addressed the gravity of this defeat. You know, I'm not somebody who I don't like. I really don't like it. I don't like the when when people are overly negative. I, I uh, you know, to be honest, I always think that football is sometimes is taken way too seriously, and uh, and you know, and, and and life goes on and whatever, and um, and so defeat is part of the sport. Um, but this one in particular stings and hurts in the long run because of how everything was in within reach. It's not like you are not in a David versus Goliath situation like you were if you had played Napoli. You were playing Cremonese and then you'd be playing a perfectly beatable Fiorentina. Perfectly beatable. And then who who knows? But 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 just the the lack of composure, the lack of uh, Everything that we sort of thought and, and and anticipated following the the win over Napoli just kind of vanished, and um, and it doesn't seem like anybody is willing to address it. I don't know. It's is it some kind of magic trick? Why are we? You you know, I understand that the schedule is a busy one, and we're moving on to Napoli. But are we really moving on from this? Because this, I think, it has uh, this is a defeat that needs to be studied. Not something that happened in September. Not something that happened in October. Not something that happened in in in, uh, in 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 early on in January. This is what this is what you have to analyze. Because it, it, to be honest, if there is 
a game that we can call an acceptable is this kind of game where you clearly have, you know, it's in or out. Cremon is a team that uh, were missing five starters. So haven't won a match in the uh, regular time match all season. In all, all season. season. Yeah. And um, it's just, so what, what are we, you know, what are we talking about? Who is hungrier? Who wants more? Who, who has more? At least wasn't the, this the team, the, the guys, the players that profess themselves as to be hungry to win again, to lift the trophy, blah, blah, blah. Week in, week out, we hear the same interviews about, oh, the Conference League gave us this big confidence boost and now we want to experience it again and again. You know, how much longer do we need to? And this is not only with this team. But in this team in particular, because this team finally won a trophy. So you have to really wonder what goes on through their heads. What goes on through their heads? Why did that Di Francesco Roma <laughs> crash mm. out of the Coppa Italia uh, first match that they had with Torino? And then they go on and, and almost get to a Champions League final. So how, how does that work? Why does it happen with Roma? I don't know. Is there some underlying issue with with the players that we 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 consider good or great at the club is there because there's just it seems like we always change the ingredients but more or less the recipe stays the same for how these things unravel and it's that's the deflating part is i would love to come on here you know and and experience this loss from a completely different angle and say to you, oh, I'm I'm baffled because this is something completely new. Let's see what we can what let's see what we can't awake take away from this defeat. But I'm really speechless in, in terms of just what is it? What is it? What are we what are we talking about here? Because this is the same movie I've seen countless times. It's not fun anymore. It was supposed to change. Somebody was supposed to fast forward it, make it more attractive, have something, you know, uh, a, a bit more modern, a bit up to date with Roma, having more experience on this stage, with being motivated because, hey, at the end of the day, you're looking at Cremonese. This is a beatable team. This is then you have Fiorentina also beatable. And then who knows? Anything can happen. Uh, and instead, we're left with what? We're left with the thought that, okay, let's see, the Europa League, fingers crossed, and then right. qualify for the Champions League? Well, again, fingers crossed, because what's the excuse? excuse? Because we can't guarantee, because we don't have the personnel to compete on all fronts. Well, fuck off, you know? I mean, that's, to me, that's, and it doesn't apply to Mourinho, it applies to everybody, sort of. Yes. Just the energy around the place, not only, it's just the expectations for the team to begin with, I think we're wrong. Um, and and I contribute to that just as much as you contribute to that. Just oh, as that, much yeah, I contribute to that. Oh, for, which, I, I, which, I made which, the mistake of clearing my schedule to be in Rome for yes, the final. Exactly, I mean, come on. you made that mistake. I you made known. that mistake, and plenty of people made that mistake. And I made the mistake. We basically came on last time around after Napoli and said, you know, we uh, Napoli, uh, we we deserved a better result, so we're going to take everything, all that frustration and bring it to Cremonese, you know, pump them 3-4 to nil and then move on to the next game in the next round of the Coppa Italia. That's something that we should know by now that we cannot do because this team Maybe in in fundamental ways there is something twisted and wrong at the bottom of it. Um, it's and this is a shame because because top four 
if we if and that's that's such a huge if that's a humongous if it's as big as the hollywood sign on the hollywood hills okay <laughs> that if if you qualify great um great because that you know champions league prestige the pool appeal blah 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 obviously still I, i'm still curious to see how that in any way resolves financial fair play uh, restrictions i would love to know about that um but the but we've learned with the conference league that once you have a trophy in your hands it feels really great you know it feels really great and and i think that gives you even more leverage that gives you even more of a feeling of accomplishment and to add to that then i just want to say that if we are here, it means that once again this team is not ready. It means that once again this mm. team is maybe has taken a step back uh, in its development. That maybe again it's something there is wrong, something with with our with our expectations for the quality of this team, for the motivations behind this team. Uh, there are there are so many things that went wrong last night that you cannot really pin it on whether Mourinho's starting lineup was flawed or whether it was Mourinho's decision making or whether Kumbula shouldn't have made a pass like that, you know, whatever. There is just it all adds up into the same thing that we've been exposed countless times. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Yeah, I, I mean, I think using yesterday and analyzing it from a, from a singular perspective really does miss the point because I, I think it goes, and I think we would all agree, it goes much deeper than that. But you hit on something that was the first thing that I said in my post-match reaction episode was, well, what now? Because is it, it Andy, I would have to believe, because I agree with you, it bothered me to an extent, not to a huge extent, but to a certain extent that we did not get more, um, I won't say panic, that's probably not the right word, but I, I, I suppose I just felt as if they were perhaps just viewing it as any other defeat. But this was not. This was against a team that had not won a single match in 90 minutes, whether it be the league or Coppa Italia all season. Okay, they have the second worst defense in the league behind only Salernitana. This is a team that has conceded, uh, uh, I think it's 35, 36 goals. This is a team that is not good at all. They just switched managers. And yet, not only are, are we treating it as if Roma lost to, you know, I, I won't say a big match like Juve or Milan, but it just seems this is one of those uh, 
run-of-the-mill defeats that Roma always seem to have every season, like against uh, Torino or something at home. But I, I, I just can't accept that because, as, <laughs> as we saw... Uh, said so smartly on the previous episode, I thought you should be able to pencil Roma into the final. Now, having known Roma, I don't know why I even uttered those words, let alone have a passing thought of this. Should never have happened, given all of the trauma they've uh, subjected all of us to. But seriously, Cremonese sucks. You pumped Fiorentina 2-0 two weeks ago. Fiorentina sucks. Give me a break. And yet, I won't even say that last night they were casual uh, in their approach. It almost seemed they were indifferent. And it was such a lifeless performance. Even the atmosphere within the stadium, in my opinion, just seemed very meh. Which, I mean, it's a Wednesday. Sure. It's Cremonese. Sure. But I don't know. Just everything about yesterday irked me and 24 not even 24 hours later like i still have no further clarity i still have no further answers i still have no further explanation that i can even convince myself makes sense there's there's nothing here that is so clearly identifiable as to the background as to why this result happened because i thought and I said this in our patron chat uh, once Cremonese defeated Napoli. I said, I am Team Silver Star. I am Team Go for your 10th Coppa Italia. Get that Silver Star, which I thought they would even display in the crest. But that aside, go for it. Because now you have a fantastic opportunity. You have a path that I would have to go back and look in previous seasons, but had to be. The one of, if not the easiest route to a final, and you can never take a final for granted. You never know what is going to happen. So to be there would be an accomplishment. And to have such a, a, a lackluster display, a, a, an indifferent air in the way they approached it really, really bothers me. And that is something, as you said, I thought with Jose Mourinho, would be something of the past, something that we would never have to worry about. Yes, Roma may lose. Yes, they will still drop points, but it won't be because of a lack of caring, a lack of character, a lack of whatever personality-related or motivated-related traits. It it won't have to do with that. It will have to do with a lack of quality. It won't have to do with an individual mistake. It won't have to do with, as I said, something where it just looks like they can't be bothered to even be out there. And I I guess that's what leads me to what I said in my reaction episode immediately after. Now it has to be top four or bust, yeah? I I mean, to end it here, there's no other alternative. There is no other, I mean, Europa League, I, I, I just don't buy too much that the confidence within the club and even among supporters is too high that Roma are realistically uh, that this is a realistic target for the team. So now you almost force yourself to finish top four. There's no other alternative. Yeah, I guess ultimately that's what I'm getting to because now you have forced yourself and you are now in the position where 
there is nothing else. It is top four, and that is it. Nothing else matters now, yeah? It's, um, I mean, it has to be, it has to be at this point because, you know, again, you're just, you're throwing a Hail Mary. I'm so tired, man. I, you know, seeing Roma throw Hail Marys, most of them uh, in the wrong hands. I mean, imagine the clumsiest receiver in the NFL, and that's usually Roma. So um, it's it's not a good look. It doesn't have a good track record. Because anytime right. anytime you give you 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 let this team suck you in, you know? It's like Al Pacino and the Godfather Three, which I know you don't watch, but oh, everybody knows that quote. You really have to hate yourself if you're bringing in. that comparison there. Oh, you know, obviously I know I know you don't like it, but hey, there are some redeemable instances. Okay. I'm 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 just saying also Eli Wallach's character is a nice one, is a nice touch. Um, Joey Zaz, okay, maybe not the greatest bad guy, but still there are some redeemable singular moments. Um, anyway, th- with Roma, it's always like that. It's you are just praying for it to work out. You're really you're just praying, and and whenever you give them a chance to to um, <laughs> to 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 let the magic once again simmer, um, they disappoint you and. That's the problem is that yesterday I lost the confidence. I lost that that confidence that I had in this team under Mourinho um, because because of how important, how unique this this moment was. I didn't think, you know, it's like it was like remember that time you, you conference league, right? Bodo beat us in the in the first round, right? So Right. But we go back home and Mourinho is full on confident that we're going through. He's like, yes. we're beating them, you know? Okay, cool. Like 2-1. Two, two, okay, fine. <laughs> Game's not over. We're good. We're we're good. And I I fully believed him. I fully believed him. The players fully believed him. It was just clear as they we're going through. It wasn't even a question. By that point, I I knew we were good. We're going through. We're going to face Leicester. It was perfect. It was beautiful, and um, and I believed him. But yesterday, the fact that he didn't address the, and, and didn't sound concerned with this elimination, really, really, was just deflating. It was like you know, like that a balloon, a birthday balloon, just go, you know. And uh, and I just I, I that it it was it was the feeling that I've had so many times with Roma that that mm. feeling of oh yeah oh yeah okay yeah I see how it's gonna go this is good this is the way it's gonna end right this is it and and I I hadn't had that feeling for such a long time ever since that bottle game where it would just filled me with this uh, undying confidence in that. This team, yes, may not be the best, may not be the most talented, but there is something. There is something in the group. There is something. And we saw it against Napoli. And and the idea was, okay, let's carry that forward. And you're not able to do that in arguably the biggest game of the season at this point. 
then I don't have, you know, then obviously that that's I'm then I'm my lack of confidence is it's completely justifiable after that because it's you cannot you cannot approach a game of this magnitude um, the way you did. And you cannot let it slip by and you cannot move on. It's not something where you can say this is not a league fixture. This is not a Serie A game where you're like, okay, well, we go again next week. No, your your Coppa Italia campaign is over. You're waiting right. another year for, for this and you may never get another shot like this again in terms of just the... <laughs> the luck, the luck, the, the 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 beautiful clear path to a final, and and that's the thing that worries me is that we turned our back to a tournament, to a trophy that was completely within our reach, and for me that's the biggest step back. A team that has tasted victory recently can do it's it just it's mm. the biggest step back it's so painful um to see this roma team that for so long right it was just fighting with its own demons and you finally thought that there you go they win a european trophy they they get a taste of victory and let's see what they can do with it you know and this is what they do. This is what they come up with. It's humiliating. It's it's deflating. It's um it's completely wrong on all counts. There is no there is no other way to put it. It's 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 just it's frustrating because you see that same movie, you see the same thing that you saw against Porto in 2016, against uh, Fiorentina in 2018. And it just you know, with all those times with Rudy Garcia where the team looked like it was on fire and then you crash out against the most horrendous uh, opponent in the world. And Spalletti's Roma, who go and within three weeks' time, they squander all three objectives of the season. I mean, why? It sucks. You know, yeah. why? Why? It sucks. It sucks. I mean, we've been doing this podcast for the five years, and it sucks every time you have to come up here because we repeat ourselves. I, I say yes. it all the time. We yes. repeat ourselves constantly with Roma. It's There is no way to avoid, uh, you know, not repeating yourself. It's impossible because this team, there is just something so fundamentally wrong and the core of it, with their behavior, their attitude in certain games that then just they 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 really make it difficult to uh, to enjoy in the long run the good moments because then the good moments are just replaced by more bad moments so you're yes. constantly waiting for something terrible to occur so oh there we go we were on a nice on a nice uh, s- string of results where we are winning we had uh, a good moment where we had beaten Bologna and Genoa and then got a late equalizer against uh, Milan and then uh, Fiorentina, nice win, and then Spets. Cool. Very cool. Where, where will it? Where, where will this lead us, you know? And are we still in the run for top four? Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Are we still in the run for Europa League? Sure. But you cannot expect me to to believe in this team after last night. That's that's how bad it was. And I'm and I and I hope, I really hope that whatever Mourinho didn't say 
in in front of the media and uh, sort of kept his composure. I really hoped he let it rip uh, yes. in training, whether it is today or tomorrow. Uh, I I really hope he did because um, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable how how you you just you had the golden opportunity. And um, and you were wasteful, and you were stupid, and um, you were the the good old Roma, which everybody, and I assure you, everybody hates. We all love this club. The great thing about this fan base is that they go through so many terrible moments, and they still stick to it. Um, but nobody, nobody wants to see this, and I totally understand the fans that sort of were at the stadium and they completely rejected the player's approach to the Curva Sud because um, it's it's we, we've been through this. You've yeah. done this before. We've seen it. It's not fun. No thank you. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And the point you make about the the, the confidence specifically related to that Boldo match I think that's a great point because the way Jose Mourinho was even able to exude that to the supporters was just something we had never really experienced before. And then to see kind of like the polar opposite of that in this moment where you just see the team go out there and look completely disinterested and casual in their approach and... and after Almost, Napoli, after Napoli, which right. the whole the whole arc of that game was, we lost, but we were great. Together, yes. we can do great things. Yeah. Beyond that, too, though, I, I guess the thing that perhaps irks me the most is it was almost as if they felt kind of like how I've spoken about Roma and Serie A as a whole when it came, when it comes to the non-Champions League competitions, almost as if they were above it, they're better than it. And I think they took the competition for granted. I, it just, it bothers me that they would have such a pedestrian display, such a casual approach in a match where, again, you have a very clear path to a final, and you never know what happens in a final, no matter if you are facing Inter, Juve, whoever it would have been. It bothers me that you had, again, this very distinct and favorable path, and you just tossed it into the bin as if it is a, an, an opportunity that comes about every season. That is what bothered me most. And uh, as you said, the fact that uh, Jose Mourinho didn't address it in the post-match did bother me a bit because I would have liked to have uh, had the curtain peeled back a little bit to maybe see inside of the players' heads as to what what's going on, what 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 what's behind this. What we need some sort of explanation because, as you said, we have we've seen that play out a million times, but we haven't had a manager. Okay who comes in, wins a trophy in his first season, and, and seems to do a complete surgical uh, overhaul on the mentality of the team, supporters, and, and to see to see that sort of just go by the wayside uh, yesterday, I thought was disappointing. So let's leave it there. I can't I can't be bothered to talk any further about this. <laughs> Roma, they have Empoli yeah. at the weekend. I I just come on. I, 
that doesn't require a preview. I'm not going to break down. They do, which again, but I, I just want to because I'm also stupefied by by Mourinho. I don't, I can't understand. In 2023, we have to schedule these games according to rugby matches. Yeah, you, 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 you have, you have basically two days of rest. Yes. Uh, yes. Because uh, because the Olympic is going to be used for a rugby match on Sunday. Uh, how how primitive and backwards is that in uh, in today's day and age where where you know where athletes are really playing day in day out and you give them two days of rest? That's that's insane. And that's well, insane. very well documented about how where uh, the grounds crew at the Olimpico handles post-rugby Roma uh, matches. It's always the best. Uh, it looks like a cow pasture afterwards. So I very much look forward to uh, when they return back. It, it back really home. it looks like it looks like uh, you know you know those famous videos of like Adriano with Inter in the late 1990s where he's just you know cruising by all these crappy Italian teams in like the most uh, awful conditions, like with like yeah, teams like uh, Piacenza or you know just <laughs> where you have <laughs> more where than you have, a. Like, yeah. Where you have like mud <laughs> and dirt flying all over, and like maybe a piece of nail, some rust, you know. So right, I mean, it's right. so you get a you have to get a tetanus shot every time you take a slide. I mean, it's um, it, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that's the that's the Olympico in two thousand twenty three. It's oh my gosh, the the uh, the visitors or the uh, travel uh, travel uh, office of. Of the country needs to appoint us because we clearly do all the positive reinforcement of the country that we can when possible. So, yikes. All right. Chat with you all after the weekend. Again, Roma, Empoli, meh, does not require any sort of preview. So we will chat with you in a few days. Have a great weekend. Until next time, ciao. Ciao. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.